Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. There are very few rules on Ben and Woods, but one, one of them is I'm not allowed to talk over the opening licks to Black Betty. No. So welcome Ram, back, Ram Jam, baby. Got a Ram Jam it up. Um, got uh, real or fake coming up here in a couple of minutes. This hour of Ben and Woods brought to you by the Golf Mart. We did get our, I think, desired matchup. I saw some people. Basically saying, oh, well, it's a disaster now for Major League Baseball. There's no big market teams left. The Dodgers are out. Two huge markets. I, I mean, Houston and Dallas and Philadelphia, still big markets. I think there's still huge stories. And I think the American League Championship that's Series a, matchup. I didn't even know that was a narrative oh, yeah, no, I already. Saw, I, that's, saw, that's so I saw that narrative. So but, it's not Boston or L.A. What was yeah. the, the tweet I saw? LA. You might as well just stream the World Series on Friendster or something this year because they're not going to get any ratings at all. With that's a casual man. Yeah. That's just a casual baseball fan. And I, I always want what's best for the game. But if I, you know, if, I'm so passionate about it. I, I'm, I realize I'm the outlier too. That I will watch rapt attention, Ben. The Royals and Marlins play a series. It doesn't, yeah. Royals I, and Guardians. It doesn't or, matter. I, to you me. know, no, no offense to our, our friend John down the hall, who's a Twins fan. Probably not the best for baseball if the Twins are going deep, deep, deep. I disagree, in the playoffs. though. I disagree. I, but I do think that this. I'm kind of interested and intrigued about this Houston Texas ALCS matchup. And I disagree with your Twins take because there's guys like Royce Lewis that deserve a national oh, spotlight. Yeah, there, as a baseball fan, absolutely. I do think nationally that might fall a little flatter than but I don't see how I don't see why this would fall flat. Anytime you have two cities that don't like each other and are going up against each other in a giant playoff matchup for the first time ever. The Rangers and Astros have never squared off in the playoffs in their franchise histories. That's that's good theater right there. That's good drama for everybody. And again, you know, part of my job is to evangelize the game of baseball. And I, I, I've got to tell you, if you're on the fence at all about it, and say, ah, I don't really care. There's storylines. There's players. There's superstars. You got everything you need. But the the hatred between the cities is absolutely real, and that makes it great. It's going to be a heavyweight battle. It's going to be. I'm so hesitant because I've been burned so bad this year with any prediction because of of what the Padres did, basically. 
I don't foresee this one being like a four and done for either team. Okay, so I, I I'm not sitting in here saying, oh, it's going to go seven, but it's going to be a good series, dramatically, theater wise. Media-wise, it's going to be really good. There is such an innate hatred between those two cities that if you haven't experienced it, this is your chance. This is a good chance to do it. Um, it, The teams just loathe each other. It's so good. That's what you live for. And I understand it's not New York. I understand it's not Boston or or L.A. or whatever else. But these cities are – they they're passionate and they they do not like each other. Nine thirty five this morning. We'll talk to Levi Weaver. Levi can in fill Dallas. you in. Yep. He covers the Rangers for the Athletic. We talked to him a few times. Levi's the goat. One of the best writers at the Athletic. He's one of the best. Like, it's writers almost on the a planet. shame that he's just assigned to one team. Like if he was covering the sport nationally, like he's that good. He's so good, and man. he's going to have all of the uh, juicy details but, on the LCS. But I'm so happy we got it. It could fall flat on its face. It, Astros could roll through it. You know, it's the Astros. Like, nothing surprised me. But So could the Rangers. They so are, could the Rangers. They are as hot as anyone. And, and you got good arms on both sides. You got good, well, decent bullpen on one side. You've got star power. You've got young, hungry players. It really should be by all accounts, a phenomenal series. Is there Does that series start? Uh, Sunday. Sunday. Is there any Astros fatigue in their seventh straight ALCS appearance? It never feels like it, okay. man. It, it, it never, like, from from fans or for, for the players? No, p- fans. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Like baseball fans. I'm tired of seeing the Astros. Yeah, there we sure. Go. Let's, let's see some new blood. Let's see the Texas Rangers get to the World Series. I don't know. I, I did say when John came over, our Twins fan, if you want to call in, by the way, to play some real or fake, this is your chance. 833-288-0973. Very topical, I kinda, by the way. I kind of did. Yeah, it is topical. I did have the... Um, I said, hey, the Twins can say it was a good season. They got got that playoff you know, streak, that losing streak yes. off their back. They won a series. They won a division title. And I kind of patted them and go, you know what? If you can feel good about that season. Ultimately, though, they lost two games at home you know, to end that series. Had a chance yesterday, 3-2, to two, you know... Probably, if we're being honest, you know, the Twins are going to, they should have at least gotten one of those at home and at least gotten it to a game five. They weren't able to do that. Yeah, it's the Houston Astros, a much more playoff tested, successful franchise, but you never want to go out losing your last two at home in the postseason. And and ultimately, that's got to be a bit of a disappointment, even after a a good season for Twins fans. There's a lot to like about the Twins. There there really is. There's a lot to like about them. I, I really, I didn't. I knew Rocco Baldelli is a player. He's a really fiery guy. I think we put him on Don't Do This before for something he did or said. He's a really um, cerebral guy, but he's also like blue-collar, tough, perfect fit for Minnesota. I like him. I think he's great. Uh, it's, I really, a, it's a weak division. I mean, it is. If they had played in any of the other... You know, Eastern or Western divisions. That? I don't know Turns that they that means make the playoffs. The, no, it really doesn't. The mean Aries didn't win a single game. Yeah, but it helps you get there. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm not sure that the Twins would have gotten there had they had to go through a different route. Had they not had both, you know, the Royals and the Tigers. I do feel like they, honest to God, I feel like the Twins, if they could just get Buxton, Lewis, and Kepler healthy for a full season. Who like who beats them? They develop pitching well. Look, you guys saw little brother yesterday on the mound. He looked like a different pitcher. Chris Paddock, 
coming look, off of uh, Tommy John surgery, just returned about a month ago. Bro, he looked like a different pitcher. He looked in his stuff was better. He looked more confident. He did. He didn't have. We always used to say about Paddock, and we liked him. We interviewed him a couple times. Whatever, nice guy. Gave Bo a signed ball. His very first game. I'll never forget it. Never forget that day. He looked like a deer in headlights here a lot in a big moment, and we didn't have a lot of big moments. But in those big moments, he didn't look confident. He didn't look comfortable. His biggest moment was the moment really he created. He created with Pete Alonso. He shoved. He did yeah, shove he that did. night. But I, I, I do feel like as his career progressed, he was a rookie that Loud year, Paulie. Thunder, heavy rain. As his career progressed here, you're like, I have no confidence in him. And it didn't look like he had confidence in himself. And to watch what he's doing now out of that pen, he looked nasty yesterday, dude. Nasty. So good for him. Good for them. I like that organization. Um, they're just as solid as it gets. I love Rocco Baldelli. I think he's a great baseball man. And uh, I think their future's bright if they can stay healthy. I mean, those three those three players are they're staggeringly good when healthy. So tough, tough scene for them. But, you know, you run into the Astros. It's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, they should be back, or at least a good chance to be back next year, considering well, they still have the Royals and White Sox and yeah. Tigers in their division. Maybe they... you stop pitching to Jordan Alvarez is an idea. That's just one small idea. Is me well, and, I was supposed to say Abreu hit three home runs Abreu in two days. Abreu. I mean, the 36-year-olds, Brantley and Abreu, provided all the runs yesterday for the, uh, for the Houston Astros. Isn't they... it crazy, though, because that guy got panned by Astros fans this year. It's just... He, he, and I remember understand. AJ Preller was was heavy on yeah. Jose Abreu in the offseason and, and didn't I, get him. I think we all wanted him, and then we all had the old "Whew, man, I'm glad we didn't get him." And look at him now. It's like I'm not going to tell fans, "Hey, you can never give up on your players," because I think it's a natural thing if you watch him struggle and scuffle. He's making a ton of money to go. Yeah, what are we doing here? We're throwing good money after bad, but then the lights turn. And October comes, and Jose Abreu hits three bombs in a series and propels you on to the ALCS. So um, really, really fascinating team, those Astros. They really are. You know, and I want to make this point today because you're hearing a lot of excuses about other teams not making it. So the Astros, we all know, uh, have had no issues with the layoffs and getting fresh and ripe and everything else. Think about the other things that the Astros have had to... They did it to themselves. They did it to themselves. But think about what they've... The, I guess, obstacles that they put in their own way that they... And jump over and jump over. If any team in baseball could have folded under the pressure of their own misdeeds and misfortune and things that they brought on themselves, it would be them. They don't. They've used it as kind of a fuel and motivation... And they've gone out and proven, like, the Dodgers are not going to escape the Mickey Mouse championship bit for a while. They're just not. Until they win the 162 World Series, they're not. And instead of, all you hear from Dodger fans is, but the Astros cheated in 2017, and this happened, and that happened. The Astros are like, so what? So what? We did it, and we're going to own it, and we're going to continue to go to the ALCS every year. There's no excuses with that team. And Verlander was talking about the culture and how great it is and how guys pull for each other. And it makes you wonder, like, what are they doing differently? And I think the answer is a lot. While they cheated, they cheated in 2017, and yet the continued run of absolute dominance, dominance. with being under a microscope. Oh, getting crushed. It Everywhere they went. I'm not saying it validates the 2017 title at all, 
But that's, and these are Padres tinted glasses, for sure, raise my hand. That's much more valid and legitimate of a World Series in 2020. No doubt. There's no doubt. You played 60 games. Yeah, there's no question. Like I, I was looking they, up something. Like, the Oakland A's won the AL West that year with 36 wins. Like, right. it wasn't a real season. And when I look at the, the Astros, who go to their seventh straight LCS, and they've got two rings in there, one of them very they just, debatable. They don't make excuses. They just, they just keep like, going back. They just keep going back, and they keep making the ALCS, and it... I mean, it's really one of the most dominant runs by a team we've ever seen in Major League no Baseball question. history. And as much as it pains me to say, I mean, that that's all them. They did it. They they absolutely did it. They legitimized themselves last year winning that World Series. Um, and, you know, we're on a pretty good path to do it again. And crazy, with a week to go in the regular season, it looked like they were going to miss the playoffs. Yeah. And now here they are again. All right, let's, uh, let's have some fun. Let's play a little real or fake. Some are here for the compelling sports talk with Ben and Woods. Yeah, you can go plow through another donut. It's time for Real or Fake on 97.3 The Fan. Uh, tell the people what they'll win today. The people will be uh, Robert. Robert, good morning. You prefer Bob or Robert? Or... Buenos dias, muchachos. Robert, How are you doing, buddy? Fine. Robert, good morning. Good pal. morning. All right, uh, you are a contestant today on Real or Fake on a Throwback Thursday. If you can get uh, four out of my seven uh, choices correct, you will qualify for our grand prize drawing. Two-night stay at the Westgate Las Vegas. Tickets to Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons at the International Theater. Tickets and VIP packages available at Ticketmaster.com. All right, today, Robert, we are crossing the NFL's obsession with Taylor Swift. Yes. With scary movies for Halloween in October. What? All right, so I'm going to give you a line. Like some dialogue, some lyrics. You need to tell me if it's a real Taylor Swift song lyric or if it's a fake. And if it's a fake, it'll be a line from a horror movie classic. Seems like that should be pretty easy, right? Taylor Swift song lyrics, real. Movie dialogue from a horror film, fake. Horror. 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 Horror Horror. film. Horror. Horror. Robert, horror, horror, horror. Robert, I know what you're doing, and I appreciate it. No, no, no. Taylor Swift is real, real. Horror Taylor movie. Swift, horror movie. Yeah, yeah, it's fake. All right, so you ready to scary, play, Robert? Scary movie. I got. You. All right, round one, real or fake? Taylor Swift song lyric. You play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Ah uh, man, I've seen this in a meme so many times. I think that's a horror movie. Is it? No, it's a Taylor Swift song lyric. Now, you can ask me. I'm not going to be of much. I might know the movie. I probably won't know the Taylor Swift song. Paul, you have to turn your mic off because you will knock this out of the park. All right, here we go. Round number two, Robert. Let's get you on the board. I'm your friend to the end, Robert. Real or fake Taylor Swift lyric? That sounds like Little Chucky. That is Little Chucky. Very good. Child's Play 2. All right, that's one. I'm your friend till the end. (laughs) That's a scary ass. <laughs> Correct. Thing. All right. We have one uh, in the bank. Let's see. Round number three. Follow me home if you dare to. Real or fake on a Taylor Swift lyric, Robert? Oh, man. Uh, Woods. Say it again. Follow me home if you dare to. I. F- Ooh, crap. <laughs> All right. I know Ben pretty well. I. F- he wants it to sound like a horror movie. I think it's Taylor Swift. Robert, what's your answer? Yeah, I'm going with Woods. 
Very good, Woods. Yes! The psychology of real or fake comes into play. That's two correct. <laughs> we, go to round number f- we go to round number four. Now I wake up in the night and watch you breathe. Robert, real or fake? Oh. Taylor Swift lyric. Woods, uh, Woods <laughs> I think that's Taylor Swift. What is it? Now I wake up in the night and watch you breathe. Oh, that's Taylor Swift. Yeah. All right. You guys are you guys are on it. It's terrifying. All right. That's uh, we're one away from a victory here. All right. Round number five. The skeletons in both of our closets plotted hard to bleep this up. Real or fake, Robert? Did you say bleep? Bleep. Yeah, I had to bleep out a bad word there. Oh, I know Taylor Swift does not curse in her music. Ooh, she does Oh, you do, right? Well, you'd be wrong because oh, she does. Does she? Oh, yeah. What? yeah, yeah. I don't know which song that is. Polly, do you know which song uh, that is? I don't know that. That's line. a real. That's a real Taylor Swift lyric. That's okay. You still get two more chances for the win. Round the six. Light of my life, I'm not gonna hurt you. Oh, real or fake, Robert? Hit me, dude. Hit me. Hit me. Hit me. Hit me. What? <laughs> That is a horror movie, and it is The Shining. Oh, Wood seems confident here, Robert. Do you agree? Of course. That's right. my guy. Go for it. Yeah, my that's The Shining. Right Let's go. I knew you'd know The Shining. Oh. Congratulations, Robert. You are a winner. Uh, hang on the line. Polly will get your information during the break. We'll whether put you, you in the drawing. Whether you hear me working, whether you don't hear me working, whatever the F right, it la- is you hear me doing. <laughs> Last one for you, Woods. Yes. I think this is a tough one. We all go a little mad sometimes. Oh, that's a horror movie. Do you know which one? No. The classic. Psycho. Psycho. Yeah. yeah. Very Great. good, Robert. Great. Good job, Woods. Good job. Thank you. Very nicely done. Today on Real or Fake, we'll bring back Take on Woods. Actually, we'll have Take on Joss. Oh, yeah. I'll be uh, tomorrow since you're not here. That's always Vegas. fun. I'll have to make sure that Joss will be ready for the game tomorrow at 710. All right. Don't do this is coming up next. Um,. One of the more unusual athletes testing positive for performance-enhancing drug stories you're going to get. This not ra- not what you'd expect. This, this raised one. my eyebrows, and I've got well the do do this uh, of the night last night certainly. That's coming up next with Ben and Woods. We'll be back after a check of traffic here on ninety-seven three. The fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Don't do this. I got a little surprise for you, Don't, don't do this. Listen, if I'm, if I'm something, something bad, I mean, tell me I'm a bad boy. You know, just tell me I'm a bad boy. Why? Just why? I get the argument. You don't have to explain it to me. I'm not a moron. Let me tell you why I am a dumbass. It's time for Don't Do This. Don't do this. On 97.3 The Fan. ESPN's Jesse Rogers coming up at the bottom of the hour. So let's get right into it. Woodsy, kick us off today with a little don't do this. Oh, God, this is such a sad story. Former NFL player and fighting Irish, Sergio Brown, had been missing since his mother's death last month. Uh, Was arrested, taken into custody on Tuesday, right here in San Diego, California. Yeah, he he went missing from Chicago area and uh, didn't know where he was. And then they caught him this week here in San Diego. They did, and uh, all sort everything's indicating that he actually was the one that that murdered his mother. Ben, she was found in a creek behind her Maywood home in Illinois on September 16th. Um, relatives alerted police. They'd been able, unable to find her or contact her. He was then in Mexico, like, doing live streams, and it was just... Well, there's the don't do this for you. You got out of the country. They arrested him coming back coming in. Coming back in. When you're being, you know, searched for on murder charges and you've already left into Mexico, you don't want to come back in at that yeah, point. Yeah, it's just gnarly, man. And uh, he was in a tropical location rambling on a live stream about fake news, claiming his mother was, he thought his mother was on vacation. But uh, all all signs do indicate that he was actually the uh, yeah. the assailant. And it's just, it's so, so awful. All right, I will uh, go to the world of the PGA Tour for my don't do this. And I, I, saw, I raised my eyebrows yesterday when I saw this tweet announcing a three-month suspension for one of their professional golfers, uh, Byung Hun An, Ben An, I think they call him, because usually the PGA Tour doesn't announce any of their punishments. Like, they could suspend, like everyone was wondering, wait, was Phil Mickelson, was he suspended last year when he missed those tournaments or not? PGA Tour would just do the old, no comment, we don't talk about suspensions, we just issue them. But they actually issued a whole statement about this, that he had tested positive for a substance banned by the World Anti-Doping Agency. And they even explained, like, what he did. And they said he bought in his native South Korea just an over-the-counter cough medicine, and he didn't realize that it included a banned substance. So when he took that, they tested positive, and and, and they banged him. And they said he cooperated fully with the tour throughout the whole process but he got he got suspended for three months now he's going to be gone during this fall 
non-season. He's eligible to return December 1st, so he's not really missing much. And he'll be back for the January tournaments next year when he comes back. He's a pretty good golfer. He's ranked, I think, 53rd in the world. So, you know, he's a guy that you'll see in the majors and, you know, probably we'll see on leaderboards, uh, you know, throughout the year. 12 top 25 finishes this year. So he's pretty decent. Not a huge name, but, but I mean, a really I, good golfer. I saw it and I went, oh, PEDs maybe in golf. Is that you think that's a thing? They they test? I'm sure it was. Yeah, they do now. They do. I, I think there was it was like baseball for a while. It was like kind of the don't ask, don't don't tell. We're not really going to pursue it. But once once it became you know a big story in sports, and they realized we can't really get away with doing nothing forever. They started a, a program of testing, and yeah. uh, and now they do they do test. I don't know how often it is and. How random it is, but uh, random enough to catch someone, apparently. Got my eye on uh, Patrick Cantlay and that body of his and Justin Thomas. They're like all thin, wiry dudes. There was always some suspicions surrounding one Tiger Woods sure. as well. Yeah. You know. the, the guy that would do anything to win. Right. Right. 100%. Uh, this is our do-do this of the day. D-D mega do-do. Man, you know, love him, hate him, whatever you feel about Bryce Harper. Okay. The the game last night, phenomenal. Clutch, as clutch as it gets, is is helping his team uh, you know, get try to get to a World Series again and, and try to win one. Uh, the amount for, of clutch that, that guy has it's in staggering, it is just man. insane. And I know it's immeasurable, but it it exists, it feels like with Bryce Harper. Uh the post game comments are what really um made me sad. <laughs> like I it made me happy for the people of Philadelphia, but it made me sad. I thought this was a I thought this was one of the more genuine pieces of audio that I've maybe ever heard from an athlete. It's our fans. I mean, there's there's nothing like it. I mean, we come out of that tunnel ready to go, and <laughs> I just laugh and I smile because it's 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 so much fun. Um, pandering, right? Everybody talks about it. That's that's what everybody thinks I do or whatever. I love this place, flat out. I love this place. There's nothing like coming into the bank and playing in front of these fans. Blue collar mentality, tough, fighting every single day. I get chills, man. I, I, I get so fired up. I, 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 man, I love this place. I, I, I signed here for a reason, um, to do everything I could to, to bring back um, a trophy to this town, to Mr. Middleton, to this organization. Um, I got chills thinking about it because that's what it's all about. Is that too much to ask for? Well played, for sure. Uh, do you think he was playing, or do you think he was sincere? I think he was sincere. I think he's sincere. It seems like it's pretty cool to play, especially right now in Philadelphia. I've also heard athletes who say, who was it that couldn't, uh, that... Boom. Uh, yeah, Boom. He goes, yeah. I effing hate this yeah. place. Well, they <laughs> caught him, they caught him uh, on camera. He makes an error. He gets booed. <laughs> like He was wearing it hard. He was wearing, he had yeah. a rough day, he had a bunch of errors. And he, you, they see him like get the ball, flip it back to the pitcher. He goes, "I effing hate this place." They asked him about it after the game. He owned it. He goes, "I'm sorry. I, I said it. Yeah." And what did they do the next night? He showed up, and he's been fine ever since. It's I, and, just, and I, I, I agree. It's a do do this, and a lot of people thought, you know, Bryce Harper that was going to be a bad signing for Philadelphia, God, man. And it turned out to be a really good one. Now. Talk to me in three days. If they lose the next two games to the Braves, which is certainly possible, how will the city feel then? Will they still love Bryce Harper unconditionally? Yes, I think so. Even if they get it knocked out? All right, it's fine. We'll see. I mean, 
if you leave it on the field, I don't. How, you can't. I'm not saying they shouldn't. I'm just saying that they have a reputation that sometimes they do turn on people when things don't go well. Sure, I get that. I, I think that's indicative of every fan base, like Santa Claus. I'm seeing this morning. <laughs> I've seen more. We have to get rid of Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman than I've ever seen before, which is asinine. I'll 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 take them both that's off a, your hands today. May I offer you one Reese Kinnear for either of them? That's a don't and do do this for a Thursday. That was don't do this with Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. I imagine Jesse Rogers will have some thoughts on that Braves-Phillies series and the Dodgers' early exit from the playoffs. I think he's there there? covering that series. He was there. All right, perfect. So we'll talk to ESPN's Jesse Rogers when we come back on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Jesse Rogers standing by. Quickly, reminder, uh, each Friday night at 6 p.m., you can tune in to hear kickoff with Boomer Esiason and Mike Valeni breaking down all the weekend's NFL games. It is brought to you nationally by Casamigos Tequila, brought to you by those who drink it, and by Lowe's. Lowe's knows home improvement. Talk some playoff baseball with Jesse right after this check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan. Uh, let's go out to our premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Always a treat to have ESPN baseball insider Jesse Rogers join us, especially, though, in October when he's very busy. Jesse, really appreciate the time. Good morning to you. Good morning to you guys. I apologize for my voice. A little cold here. Press box has gone from uh, warm to cold overnight in <laughs> Philadelphia here. It was a little chilly last night. It's going to get more chilly this this month, we'll see who survives. It's it's been a, an interesting playoff so far. I'm sure you guys uh, agree. Barry, 
upside down in a lot of ways. I once covered a Padres-Cardinals playoff series in St. Louis. Game one, it was 90 and humid. Game two, it was 40. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I don't know how that happened, but like a cold front moved in overnight. It was probably like 40 minutes. It went from hot to frigid, just like that. It's October, Jesse. That's what happens. Yeah, I, I, I usually get sick of change of weather times, April and, and around now as well. So uh, probably not a good time when you're in the, the throes of a playoff month. But um, that's part of the challenge, the change of weather, how teams adapt. You know, the cold, the warm weather teams coming to cold places like Phoenix might be doing in Philly here soon enough. Uh, and now it's not like 40 degrees, but still a change from, you know, from 70 to 50 that's a big difference for baseball players. You know, and you're so you're there, you're in Philly, you were at the the bank as uh, Bryce yeah. Harper called it last night. Uh just give us a little taste uh, of the atmosphere. It looked it looked insane. What was that place like when he hit that first uh first home run last night? Yeah, look, this is a basically to me a two-year running thing here. The last two years Philadelphia has become I'll at least say arguably the toughest place for opponent, maybe unarguably, maybe it is number one, but you know, we'd have to go to every ballpark and figure it all out. But I've been to a lot of them in intense moments, including Houston, the world series, Atlanta, the world series, but this is it. This is number one right now. Um, it reminds me of Bryce's big home run last year in the playoffs at home. Same thing last night. It, it just erupted. I mean, it, there's a lot of good fan bases out there, but when you're on your feet with like two, strikes in the first inning um you know you know for your pitcher that that's pretty impressive and then every time one of these big hitters especially like harper's at the plate everybody's on their feet again and and even at six to one in the fourth um this fan base is 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 going nuts and i'm I'm actually going to write about it for espn.com i think coming up and you just talk to players you know brad hand played on both teams christian pache played on both teams they've you know they've gone back and forth and all of them, both of them said, look, Atlanta's fine, but Philadelphia is a whole other level of, of hostile environment. That's why, look, I don't bet baseball, but if I was going to, when the Braves waited until the last minute to name a game three starter, and then they went with the rookie, and I didn't, I'm not saying they made the wrong choice, but, um, I mean, the rookie made the all-star game, Bryce Elder. Yep. But the, the point was they were just so, hesitant they didn't know exactly what to do they had no great choices with charlie morton out either start the all-star rookie or start the 20 year old rookie um and and so it, 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 you could just tell how unsure they were and then the phillies go out and just beat up on elder after after two good innings by him now tonight's different story spencer strider a little bit more to his game i still think the phillies are going to win tonight because there's just they're an unstoppable force in the moment they're on a mission um, that I think started when Bryce Harper signed here, to be honest. So I think last night's going to carry over to tonight, but I've been wrong before. We'll see. I'll throw Petco Park in the great atmospheres. I mean, we've seen some unbelievable in the last couple of years with the Padres fans as well. Just wanted to throw that out there. Um, yeah, sure. So I want to get your thoughts on, uh, I don't, I don't want to even call it a controversy, but, uh, we, we know Jake Mintz. He comes on our show from, uh, uh, who wrote the, the piece that included the Orlando Arcia comments that obviously Bryce Harper heard and stared him down, you know, rounding second on both of those home runs. We heard what the Atlanta Braves, Travis Darno, uh, had to say about it. You know, is that, how, where do you come down on what is reportable and not reportable in a clubhouse situation, Jesse? Yeah, it's a good question. It's, it's, it was a debate in the last couple of days in the press box. I was not in Atlanta, so I certainly didn't see it, but I, I know what happened. 
Um, I did hear the audio after the fact. Uh, my feeling is, look, if reporters are in the room and we're only in there for a limited amount of time before, and not even before games during the playoffs, but after games in the playoffs, we are in there for a limited amount of time. You need to watch what you say and do. It's just the the way the thing works. I agree there's a gray area because he didn't say it to a reporter in an interview. But it's it's fair game when reporters are in there. They're allowed to observe. They're allowed to report what they hear. Um, yeah, again, gray area. Are you Are you eavesdropping on a private conversation? That's probably wrong. But let's take the extreme. What if Orlando Arcia was hopping around the clubhouse yelling this for 10 straight minutes? That's definitely reportable, right? If if he's in the corner, uh, the other extreme, talking to his teammates quietly, maybe not as reportable. This was somewhere in between, right? This was somewhere in between. He was yelling it. I heard the audio um, just for a couple, you know, 30 seconds, right? So where's the line? Everyone has their own line. And I wasn't in the room, so I, I can't judge it. But it, it, the bottom line is it, when reporters are in there, pretty much anything is reportable. So I didn't have a problem with it. I, I do like how Bryce took it. Like, he used it, right? He used it in the moment. But I don't think he's holding a grudge. Yeah. It, it was certainly said in, in a celebratory mode, not in a making fun of Bryce Harper mode. He, they would, he would have said it about anybody, right? And the, and the Phillies would have said it about the – in the moment. He was, oh, yeah, Harper, way to go, get cut off, you know, like doubled off. I, I don't think it was meant in any other way than in a celebratory mode. And I think Bryce used it that way. Players always use things to fuel themselves. I think it's over. I really do. Maybe I'm wrong. I just can't, I can't imagine this is going to be some big grudge that the – that the sides hold against each other. Yeah, there's been way worse said uh, things said before than out of boy yeah. Harper <laughs> at the end of the day talking to Jesse Rogers from uh, ESPN. Obviously, you know, the offseason in baseball always interesting. It's never boring here in in San Diego, Jesse, as you know, always giving us plenty to talk about, but you know, you wonder teams have financial constraints, they've got to get back down to a certain number. Um when you look at results in the postseason or in our case, not in the postseason, like I I'm thinking about the Dodgers falling short you know I just saw a stat Jesse they've won 317 games in the last three regular seasons no World Series to show for it that's the most of any team ever do you think that they'll go like crazy spending money or like the Giants will go crazy spending money who are the team the biggest movers and shakers you see uh, maybe this offseason look I don't think playoff teams that that falter uh, respond by spending more money. Like the playoffs are such a crapshoot. We're seeing it now, right? Some teams that had the buy, you know, lost easily. Some teams that had the buy like Houston have moved on again. I don't think you respond to the playoffs necessarily with spending more money or doing that much more to your roster when you've won a hundred games. Now, a team like the Giants, they're trying to build something, right? They have no stars. Their attendance waned. That's a different story. They went after Judge. They went after Correa. They'll probably go after Otani. So, yeah, I do see the Giants spending money for all the reasons I just said. They need some some stars on that team for a lot of different reasons, including just getting, you know, earning some more wins. Um, it, it's been a decent team over the last few years, but just not enough star-laden players um, that win you games, that, that lead your team to the, to the promised land. So, yeah, I see the Giants being big spenders. Um, the question is, what happens in San Diego? There's no doubt about that. 
Uh, I, I, they will entertain offers for Ot- uh, for uh, for Soto, but that's just the right thing to do when there's a guy with one year left that you're not going to re-sign, right? That's the smart thing to do. Now, the other option is to play it out. If you have a championship season going on, you keep them. Do you if think not, that you not to cut you, you off? Trade him in July. Do you think that they won't re-sign him? Do you think that's out of the realm of possibility? I think it's probably out. Yeah, Damn. I think it's probably out. I, I, I'm just going off of everything that's been said in, uh, about the Padres and what they've done already. I mean, how many guys can you sign up for three hundred, four hundred million dollars? <laughs> so I, I, I'm assuming that's the case. And the fact of the matter is that it's not like they're winning championships with them. Not that it's his fault, but it certainly does feel like that team needs a little dynamic change. My feeling is that that you know, like some people, Machado's a bad guy. This guy, it's not that they're bad guys. It's just that I think we've learned that it can't just be eight all-stars. It has to be some grinders mixed in with stars, mixed in with, um, you know, draft picks. Like, that, it, it, rarely can you just buy a championship. And it, it felt like San Diego was trying to do that last year. Not that any of us predicted they were going to play poorly. But in hindsight, I think we, we realized a team is made up of all these different parts, not just 300 million contracts. So I think it's given them an opening to uh, to to look into the market for him and sort of retool and change the dynamic in there. Doesn't mean they will, and it could happen in July if if they don't do it now and the team falters uh, early on in the season. So it's kind of how I look at the the Padres. They they they've opened uh, their play opened the door for some sort of little retool, and that could be including Soto moving on. I'm curious, Jesse, from a national perspective, how did you react to the Padres' decision to bring back both A.J. Preller and Bob Melvin for next season? Yeah, I was pretty surprised. I was pretty surprised. Um, I understand that, look, how many managers can Preller get, so I don't know how he can go to ownership and say we need to switch managers. So it was probably better for him to work it out with Melvin than try to get another one because there's no excuses left. Like, oh, I tried this young guy, right? Um, it didn't work out. I tried Andy Green. It didn't work out. Well, now I got Bob Melvin, and you're telling me it's not working out with him either. I got to pay another manager to leave. So I, I understand that how many managers can AJ Preller get? Um, he's probably more on the, the, the you know, the, the, the pressure is probably more on him than Bob Melvin right, um, in some ways, because he's been there so long. So I, I understood A.J. Preller trying to work it out with Melvin. I'm a little surprised Melvin returned, but then I remembered, oh, wait a minute, it's San Diego. He still has a really talented team. Like, there's not many opportunities to do what Bob Melvin's doing. So I guess at the end of the day, if you think about it, you know, they both maybe need each other, and they need each other to work it out, and uh, it, it, it's not that shocking. So that's kind of how I look at it. Remember, you could go to ownership and say, we were 2-12 in, in in extra innings. We were 20 games under in one-run games. Like, that's going to turn uh, almost guaranteed because that's how it works in baseball. So there's a lot of upside to the Padres still despite the negative feelings you know, about the 23 season. Well, yeah, obviously we're in the weeds on it. It's always good to kind of get the outside view every once in a while. Jesse, really appreciate it and enjoy the rest of that uh, Phillies Brave series and the uh, the uh, rest of the playoffs coming up. Thank you so much for your time. You got it, guys. Be well. Thanks, Take care. Jesse Rogers, ESPN Baseball Insider on our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads. Um, you know, obviously the... 
the thought that he doesn't see a path toward re-signing Soto is is his opinion. It's absolutely a very logical valid. and valid one. Uh, you know, I'm not ready to go so far knowing Peter Seidler that I'm, I guarantee you Peter Seidler's not giving up on the idea of signing Juan Soto. No matter how much he's committed to other guys, he will if he can find a way to keep Juan Soto, he wants to do that. I think I think that's I'm confident. Now I don't know that there is a way, but they want to keep Juan Soto if they can. Yeah. I do too. If there's a guy on this team that has that ability that Bryce Harper has in in moments like that, um, and he's done it at that level in those moments before, not here necessarily, but um, he's done it before. It's it's Juan Soto. He's the closest thing. They're different ball players entirely. They play different positions. They play a different style of baseball. But if there's one player on our squad that I look at and say, oh, I could absolutely see that moment happening um, for for a player, it's Juan Soto. And and you know you'd Some hate glimpses from Tatis. I think he's sure got that he's got that in him too. In him um, he you know he's got he's still he's still playing catch up. You know, but he absolutely has that in him as well. You know, you want it. You wish you had it one through nine. It's hard to get. Um, but there's there's something about Juan. Um, because we've seen him, we saw him do it when he was 21 years old uh, in the World Series, and and just massive, massive moments for the Washington Nationals, leading them to a title. And uh, yeah, so I, I, Jesse's absolutely right, though. As much as it pains me to say and think, I try not to let those thoughts creep in my head. I know that he's under contract for another year. That's all I can really worry about at this point until a move is made, one way or the other. But he, it's absolutely a logical thing to think or a reset. Probably starts there. I don't want it to happen. I agree with you on Juan Soto. And, you know, for most baseball players, including Juan, Manny Machado, and, and Fernando Tatis Jr., and, and Xander Bogarts, great players. And, and, you know, they take advantage of mistakes and, you know, they're good hitters up there, but you can get them out. They have some weaknesses, you know, if, you, if you're if you out up there. With Juan Soto, it feels like he's not going to chase bad pitches. So you can't get him out that way and he can hit anything that's in the zone you know if he's on he can go any direction in the field yep so really as a pitcher you're just hoping to hit a corner and then you're hoping you know maybe he gets himself out by rolling over a little bit but there's not a much you can do Juan Soto if he wants if he's locked in can take over against anyone and I don't know that I feel that way about many other ball players but I do feel that way about Juan Soto yeah, he's not always perfectly locked in. No one is. But I'll take my chances with Juan Soto against just about anyone at home plate, against anyone in the league. As will I. As will I. And that's that's kind of the point I'm making there, the, the long-winded way of, of saying that, yeah, I think – I think he is a guy that you build around, uh, along with Fernando Tatis Jr. I mean, those those guys, if you could have those guys for the next 10 years, um, you know, honestly, you'd hope sky would be the limit. Um, but yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, they got to perform both of them. And, and, but those are, those are, those are two guys I would love to see here, Ben, till I'm in my, <laughs> till I'm in my mid fifties would be fantastic. It does once again make you wonder about the Xander Bogart signing. Because if that money could have been used to extend Juan Soto, and again, nothing against Xander Bogarts, but he's not Juan Soto, that you'd hate to think that one precludes the other then. Yeah, no doubt. Going forward. You can make that case for a handful of yeah. players. No kidding. No yeah, kidding. but 
Only only Xander Bogarts was signed since you had already acquired Juan Soto, though. Really, I guess you extended you Darvish after that. You extended Jake yeah, That's true. Yeah, that's cool. That's a good point. All right, we will uh, come back. We got two hours left. <laughs> hey, let's not forget the Dodgers were uh, swept out of the playoffs. That's true. That just brightened my mood. Smile, a put bit. a smile on your face on San Diego's number one sports station, 97 through the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.